0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Monsters, Monsters Out of, Out of Context. Context. Now, I still think a devil is going to make a better neighbor than some angry giant who doesn't understand boundary.
1: So what you're, what you're trying to tell, what you're saying is the one with dark vision works at a nightclub.
0: Okay, but like, what is a ghoul doing running a restaurant?
1: Yeah, it has a strength of plus five, but it is <laughs> not very smart. Who, who would, would win?
0: win? Are we doing our official intro?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, well, welcome, everybody. I'm Abby.
1: And I'm Corso.
0: And this is Monsters Out of Context.
1: Every week, we take two random monsters from the Monster Manual, learn a bit about their stats, where to find them in pop culture, and then pit them against each other as applicants for a job.
0: And who do we have this week?
1: So this week, we have the Sawagin versus the Kobold. And uh, it's going to be a fun one. So, up top, you've got the sawagin. Tell us a little bit about these uh, interesting little folks.
0: So, the sawagin, which no one can agree on how that should be pronounced, is basically (laughs) a fish person. That's the first problem. Uh, It's basically like a fish person.
1: Okay, so like mermaid or like...
0: Not quite. Like, actually, like fish person. Like, they are not attractive. They are not human sex objects. They are very (laughs) scary to look at, actually. Um, And like... So, it's weird. Um, They are, like, in tune with sharks, and they are very similar to sharks. Males will be in charge, and the males that are in charge, like, have, like, two sets of arms, but only the women can hear from the god. So, who's really in charge? This is (laughs) my question.
1: (laughs) This is, this is, okay, I like that. But they worship this god,
0: whose name I forgot, that is basically, like, a shark god. Shark god No, Sekola. Okay. A All right, lot. so they worship yeah. a
1: shark god. They and look they like hate, shark people.
0: They hate aquatic elves, which I didn't know was a thing. Oh, okay. okay. That was the dope thing, though, that they hate aquatic elves, but some of them are, like, born near aquatic elf communities, and they look like aquatic elves, and they use them as spies. Like.
1: <laughs> so they'll just they, sneak on in there. as
0: They apparently mutate a lot. Okay. I guess.
1: So the they're they're that. used to used to being raised as spies. Uh, all right, give me some special abilities of these of these creatures.
0: So being similar to sharks, if there is quote unquote blood in the water, they get I think it's advantage on melee attacks. Um, yeah, they have advantage on melee attacks against any creature that has already lost HP. Okay. Um, and they can commune with sharks.
1: That seems that like a, a DM like dream to just be like, all right, great, we're bringing sharks into the battle, like Aquaman riding sharks moment here.
0: And like sharks know not to fuck with the Sawagin too. Like they get it. They're like, okay, we're chill. I'll leave you alone.
1: Okay, cool. And uh, is there anything? Uh, is there anything they're bad at? Anything that like they have uh, vulnerability to, or you know, problems?
0: Uh, I mean. They can breathe air, but they need to be in the water at least every four hours. Okay. So, so like, limited amphibians.
1: Okay. So, dealing with them out of the water, you know, as a DM, that would be interesting. Because it's like, all right, every four hours, you got to do something to... Well, uh, they wouldn't
0: likely be very far from the water to begin with because they basically live in the water. Um,
1: Yeah. Also, they aren't super...
0: They aren't super challenging either.
1: Okay, like, are they are they worse in a group? Yes. Okay, well, I guess most things are. But <laughs> uh, it's making me think of Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like five or something like that, where they have the mermaid. They made a they, fifth
0: one. Got yeah. On behind.
1: And they have a mermaid that they travel because uh, they need the mermaid to show them how to get somewhere. And they put her in like a tank of water, and they carry that with them so that like the mermaid's in a tank of water. And carry it. I guess in so theory you could imagine. do that with a
0: sawagin, but a Sawagan would not be happy about not that. Not be
1: fond of it, yeah.
0: <laughs> and also but get Mind luck. you,
1: the mermaid was a prisoner too, so. I mean, but
0: like, good luck getting a sawagin in the thing in the first place. I feel like a mermaid is probably easier to subdue, maybe. Yeah, okay. A mermaid's not a shark. <laughs> it's not a human shark, which is basically what a sawagin is. Also, the swaggin came up in like our first episode. They like to ride yeah. the dragon turtles. This That's is what important. I was say
1: they came up before.
0: As far as like pop culture goes with these people, they're not people. These amphibians. I was gonna say guys, <laughs> but then I wanted to be gender neutral, and then I was like, anyway, um, they. Well, obviously, like mermaids are similar. Um, I looked up fish people legends, specifically, that is what I typed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. fish people legend. Your, your FBI agent on Google is like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are a ton that are not like the typical ones that we maybe think of. Um, there are particularly there are what they call finfolk in Scotland and Ireland, which are basically what sawagin are. Um, okay. they're, they're like fish people and they like cause trouble out of the water. Um, and then there are like several variances of like amphibious gods or whatever. But the actual like origin of Sawagans, um, the guy who created them, his name was Steve. He just watched an episode of Justice League. And so obviously Aquaman.
1: Is that is that's, that what it says? Who, or is that just what you...
0: I googled it and it's the Sawagan <laughs> origin is Steve, whatever his name is, watched Justice League and was like I'm gonna make a monster. He made a lot of the aquatic monsters apparently. Huh. And of all the like cool like fish people legends. It's just fucking Justice League. So I'm a <laughs> little disappointed.
1: He's like, "Yeah, I just saw this and, you know, uh that that's it. I want I want Aquaman but in like a and d character I can throw in a book."
0: And not nearly like, though, that's as attractive.
1: All, that's all though that D&D is cuz like I felt the same way about the, uh, about the kobolds, but like the kobolds are actually pretty dope in there. Um...
0: I feel like the kobolds are just meerkat dragons.
1: Okay. Like they so live
0: in the tunnels.
1: They're, they're like that. Yeah. Um, do you, do you have anything else you want to throw in on this? Nope. Let's talk about the, kobold. the
0: kobolds. Meerkat so dragons. So the kobolds,
1: So the meerkat dragons, <laughs> AKA kobolds. Um, So what I dug up on them is, so if you don't know, straight out of the book, what you're looking at is this small humanoid dragon. Uh, It's a mix between like a reptile and dragon kind of form. And they are usually found underground. They work most in packs and they are very mischievous and they do not like other like people or things. Meerkats. Exactly. So you're not wrong. I know I'm not. A couple of, couple of things to understand about them. First off is, uh, so kobolds are mainly underground. They These ones suffer uh, in the sunlight. So if they're in bright sunlight, they have disadvantage on most things. Um, as I said, they do work in groups. So they have pack tactics. As far as like technical things, they get better and they get advantage and such when they're in a group group. Um, So if you wanna throw somebody off, hit them with five kobolds and you could be running into a real big problem real quick. Uh, But this immediately jumps me into like where you'd find them in pop culture because that is where I was having the most fun uh, was. So first off, where I think the creation of kobolds came from and where it sort of like did is the word kobold is from German folklore. It, uh, kobolds basically means like little gremlins and <laughs> they are kobolds in German folklore and uh, fairy tale are sprites. They are sprite oh. little, they're little spirits. And these sprites from everything I was reading, they came in three types. Um, the, the three types were the house sprite, which were often depicted as like old little men, a few centimeters tall, you know or maybe even a <laughs> foot tall. Does and, this mean... Uh,
0: that... I'll let you finish, but then I have a question.
1: <laughs> no, no, go ahead, hit it.
0: Well, I was going to say, um, does this mean that if we were classifying Tinkerbell, that she might be a kobold?
1: <laughs> she might, but she's probably more She's probably more of like a wisp or a fae. But kobolds are like these little... My like, Tinkerbell almost... would
0: be a kobold.
1: That's Your Tinkerbell could be. But there are two other types, the sea sprite, which is uh, just the type of kobolds that would be like coming out of the water or hanging out on pirate ships. Um, and then you've got the underground sprite, the kobold that would be in mines and messing with miners. Oh. And so the, the theory behind or the the like lore behind this is each one of these sprites was the type that you didn't want to upset. And so you want... You want them to be happy because they're mischievous and they're dangerous. And especially the ones that I think were... Um, all of these kobolds could come in a different type. So there were the three places you'd find them. The home kobold, the sea kobold, or the dark kobold, the underground. But they all could take the form of a person, a fire, an animal, or inanimate objects. And so in the lore, you've got these shape-shifting fey. But they're sprites and they're little mischievous monsters. The ones that were underground were mostly attributed to miners. And miners were worried about them. They were worried about kobolds because uh, apparently the idea was like the kobolds in the caves, uh, they would create cave-ins and trap miners in there. Or they would lead you to find false ore, which later would actually be on the periodic table as cobalt
0: oh that's that's
1: so you know cobalt... we... <laughs> go ahead Yeah.
0: well we were in lowes the other day and i saw the cobalt jill and i was like lol cobalts but there's yeah like, so ah, the little I'm sprites
1: not... How the name attributed, the German word is attributed to the cobalt-like element well, because what that fake ore was is it looks like silver and it would seem like it. But when you took it and melted it down, it was poisonous and you could die melting oh God. down not silver. Oh and God. so if you upset the cobalt sprites is how they viewed it, they would lead you to fake silver.
0: Well, and so that also sounds a lot like the cobalts that are in the Monster Manual because they yes. um, have they lay a bunch of traps in their tunnels and stuff. Your, their tunnels are already hard to enter as like anything larger than them anyway, but they're full of traps too.
1: And i that's why I think this is all where it came from because the word kobold straight up is this sprite thing. And they admitted in Dungeons & Dragons, like the first edition, that uh, the kobolds were actually called goblinoids. They were called kobolds, but they were of the class. They looked more human and they were just creepy little things like the old man version of cobalt sprites oh. underground. And eventually they just adapted them to be more draconic, which I think might've come from the fact that if a cobalt was in fire form in the German folklore, they referred to them as drakes. Oh. And I was like, that's not a far stretch for someone to go creepy underground and drake so they pulled like one piece from three different types of kobold to make the D kobold
0: cool that makes sense
1: if you're wondering where you would have seen something like this uh like so it's in folklore but if you haven't encountered it they do have the creepy old kobolds in carnival row which is a show on amazon prime with um Orlando Bloom, it's all about different types of fairy tale creatures. And there's an older man who has a little traveling, like, circus. Kind of like how Capuchin monkeys. He has, like, five little kobolds who work with him that do a puppet show.
0: Oh, would Mushu be a kobold? I know he's technically a dragon, but he's so small.
1: No, I think because he doesn't have a humanoid form.
0: I mean, you see, he walks around. Like, when he... He walks on his legs and he has arms. He stands up. maybe Like when he's cast in dishonor on the cow. That's not a <laughs> cow, it's a horse.
1: <laughs> I, I would say that more like a reptilian creature, like what you see in Doctor Who, uh, the, Silurians, the Soler, Silurians in Doctor Who is one of the other ones. Uh, they're a reptile creature that lives underground. Technically though, they are super- uh, technologically advanced compared to humans but they are from underground and they work in packs so mushu is like a like a non-buff version but yes imagine a imagine a four foot tall human
0: oh they get to four foot proportions i thought they kobolds were
1: like
0: can, i thought they were small. yeah no kobolds
1: that. can get beefy yeah and mushu
0: is way too small
1: yeah they're like dwarven size
0: all right do we want to figure out what the job is
1: Yes. So, the job of the Swaggin and the Kobold. Uh, Right now, Abby's picking a random job, for those of you who have not heard. And uh, we will now, instead of pitting them against each other in any form of combat, we are going to discuss um, and kind of cast our vote as to which one of these creatures we would hire for the random job we're picking right now out of the list. So, Abby's got a randomizer, and we're about to hear they are applying for...
0: They are applying to oh god, <laughs> to be so when we say job, we also kind of just mean like a role that we would imagine. Uh-huh. Um and today's is a cult leader. <laughs> so Wait. who would be a better <laughs> cult leader? <laughs> okay. Sawagan or a kobold.
1: Okay. I feel like they right. both have huh. pros. They both have. They're both culty type of. I feel like they already
0: are both cult leaders.
1: (laughs) All right. (laughs) So let's. Whose cult would you join? Yeah, that's what we're dealing with here. So let's start off with the Suwagans. What is a pro to having the Suwagan be your cult leader?
0: I mean, they're kind of beefy and scary. I don't think anyone would mess with you. You'd have to worship a god of sharks. So if you aren't like,
1: yeah, if you're not an amphibious person. Okay. They're a very like beefy sort of thing leading you, but that doesn't that doesn't mean you're beefy. Uh so we shall we shall see how that how that turns well, out. Okay,
0: so Sawagans so already have a god that they like worship. They worship this shark god, but what do cobalts worship?
1: Uh so kobolds, to my understanding, worship a bunch of stuff. They've got their own, like they can worship dragons, they can worship like other creatures, like they often work with like um like you can have them working for higher mind creatures so like if big scary orcs and stuff are like yo you work for us now they're like shit all right so i i would venture perhaps that a kobold leader would be like a potential pushover maybe i don't know if that's a pro or a con
0: that would be a pro in like a cult member
1: like yeah, if you were as, a, the leader. as a cult member, they're good. But, <laughs> but as I also them like being I maintain the leader,
0: that if you can't live underwater, you, it's really hard to be a member of the Sawagan cult. Because well, okay. so, would you just be on land?
1: Yeah, it would be one of those situations where they come up on land like once a day and you have to like worship and then they dive back into the water. So they come out like every day going, what have you brought me? You know, like, some And crazy. the Sawagans
0: already have like roles like priest like a priestess and a baron are like the roles that they have so like the priestess obviously is the one that communes with the god and then the baron is the one that's like in charge of things
1: okay so let's talk about a con then i guess you know we're already back and forth here um is there anything that was just like a major besides the underwater part is there anything majorly uh you wouldn't want to hire the swagan as your cult leader
0: well, I mean, they really hate those elves. They really hate, like, aquatic elves for no, like, valid reason.
1: Okay, so they're just straight up. But what's their alignment?
0: Uh, They are lawful evil.
1: All um, right, they so just, they definitely...
0: They got beef with these elves, and that's literally what they cause so much trouble about. They even get other people involved.
1: Um, so, so that's their cult, is this elf-hating situation.
0: Pretty much. Okay. Because if the if the elves weren't there, the swagans feel like they would get to control the oceans. But because the aquatic elves are there, they got to get rid of the elves so they can have the ocean. Also, I don't know who they're kidding. The dragon turtles obviously control the ocean. So yeah,
1: right. <laughs> so they think that they could. Okay, so let's talk about kobolds then. Kobolds here. Uh, so that we we've got this meek sort of thing. But here's the deal: you're in a cult. If they're your cult leader. What are they leading us to, you know? Um,
0: Probably treasure, which makes sense. I feel like a lot of cult leaders are obsessed with money.
1: Yeah. So the kobolds, uh, one thing, though, is they're not great with sunlight. So so either you have to be good with being underwater or being underground.
0: I feel like being underground is an easier transition.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. For a human, for sure. It's a very easy transition. Uh, uh, you know, we're not going to see that And who, who are we kidding?
0: If you're a human and you're joining one of these cults, you're not living long. Like, you're going to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you're going to be the Kool-Aid. Let's be that, honest.
0: That's very true, <laughs> actually.
1: <laughs> They're going to drink the Kool-Aid. You're going to be the Kool-Aid. Okay. So, Wow. Yeah, this is – because it's funny because both of them are cult races. So yeah. this is like a – this is a hard one to be like, which one of you has done cults better? Which one are I we think hiring I think maybe it would be, be more our like leader? Which,
0: which cult – because I don't think you even – you don't hire cult leaders. You just accidentally yeah.
1: join cults, you know? <laughs> which one is more charismatic?
0: <laughs> like which one would you more likely accidentally end up in? I just – my most – so – my main experience with cults is one episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where one of the characters gets tricked into a cult um, that's basically <laughs> making fun of Scientology. Um, and so okay. that's what I think about so, when I think about cults.
1: Let me <laughs> Besides ask you religion. this. If you were... So let's put it like this. Sawagin so comes out of the water and comes up to you on the on the dock or wherever I you're at in your water. I terrified. Absolutely. And is like, hey... I have some amazing things oh. to teach you about the world.
0: I just remember an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where the swim team gets turned into fish people. Those would also be sawagans, And I am not going near those things.
1: <laughs> so those things approach you and are like, hey, I've got some they amazing smell, things to too. teach you about the world. On the other side... You are walking by and out of a cave or out of like a like a can you know a little crevice somewhere crawls a cobalt and the same thing, like, hey, I've got some really cool shit to teach you about the world. Like, which one are you least likely to run away from?
0: Probably the cobalt. But that's okay.
1: me. Okay. I so, am
0: now firmly in the belief that Suwagans probably smell real bad
1: also. <laughs> like like fish. Mm-hmm. So. It sounds like we've got your vote. If you were to pick a if you were to pick a cult leader, most likely you're going with The Cobalt. The Cobalt, absolutely. Um I have a thing about deep water and sharks specifically. <laughs> I grew up on the coast and I'm sorry Suwagan, it's a no for me, dog. Uh Well, you'd <laughs> like, be
0: protected from the sharks though, maybe. You'd probably be fed to them, let's be real. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I'm more on that idea that this is not going to go the way I would prefer. So, yeah, that would be, mm, that would not be, that would be great.
0: Not ideal.
1: Yeah. You know, it's really funny. I chose the background for our Twitch here. If you were to take a look at it, it sort of looks like what I chose was a Swaggin without meaning to. It's just a monster and it's coming out of water. And I'm like. Ooh. Yeah.
0: I should look at it.
1: But what I'm doing
0: is picking our monsters for next week.
1: Alright. Because it so sounds like been... we're
0: both in the cult of Kobold.
1: Yeah, we're in the Kobold cult. Uh which maybe, maybe could end up being a dragon cult, and I'm super stoked for that. I'm sorta of super stoked for a potential. Ooh,
0: cult. I'm stoked for our first monster. But tell them the things you normally tell them.
1: Yeah, so uh, this is Monsters out of Context. While Abby's grabbing the next couple of monsters, I'll give you a quick rundown. Every week we're going to be doing this. Uh, we'll be putting out an episode uh, wherever you listen to podcasts so you can listen to it in audio format. But we do do it live on Twitch. And you can come watch us at twitch.tv slash dnd underscore corso. That's K-O-R-S-O. You can watch us there. Looks like you are having some fun, though, so... Let me know what we've got monster wise.
0: So our two monsters, pick one or two.
1: Uh, I'll take two.
0: Cool. You're not going to be disappointed n- no matter which. So our two monsters are Medusa and the Owl Bear. So you got the Owl Bear.
1: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's
0: next week. Next week. That's let's see fantastic. what happens to Medusa and the Owl Bear when they like need a job.
1: Yeah. When Medusa and Albert are down in their luck and got to apply for a career change, (laughs) let's see what it is. So yeah, be sure to come catch us next week. Uh, remember you can come watch us live when we record and you can be in the chat. We'll talk to you after the episode. And, uh, so all that stuff you only get, if you're here to chat with us, otherwise keep enjoying these, uh, on the podcast and be sure to let people know about us because the more the merrier, um, Thank you so much, and uh, I'm Corso. I'm Abby. And this has been Monsters Monsters Out of Context. See you next week.